context for the performance review because Andrew and I don't really know what you've prepared here and, I, and I'm quite impressed that there's some structure because coming into it I wouldn't have planned any structure. In any major enterprise such as this you have employees such as we do and those employees deserve to know how they're doing as the progression of the business happens right so we now have been employed under the umbrella of hemispheric views for six months 21 days 14 hours <laughs> so i do believe it's time for the six month review yes so i've put together a little uh informal slash formal as noted by the spreadsheet to kind of give you guys a little bit of feedback on how you've been doing over the last six months, 21 days and 14 hours. A couple of highlights from overall, uh, we're on episode 22. <laughs> if anyone isn't keeping count, okay. 22 episodes in six months, not too bad. Very consistent every other week. Haven't missed an episode. That is good. In fact, there's been bonus episodes, so a little bit of bonus points for you there. We've we've uh, offended at least 14 brands throughout this journey, <laughs> which I think is pretty respectable. It's not quite one per episode, but we can get there. Five stars in Apple Podcasts. Five. Really? That's a lot of stars, at least in the U.S. I have no way of checking other stores. So That's each of us voting for ourselves, isn't it? Is that how we've gotten the stars? I hope yeah. so. I think so, Yeah. But it's fair. I mean, I started to get warnings saying you need to stop, Martin. We recognize your <laughs> Apple ID. So, uh, other than creating new Apple IDs, I think we're maxed out on stars right now. Unless someone wants to generously leave us a five star review, you don't even have to put words in. You can just click the five stars and, and walk away. It's that easy. It could be gibberish. Could be. I'm fine with that. Uh, we've got the Australian best podcast list. Okay, we're in there. So. That should tell you something. We've got not only a sticker shop, but a t-shirt shop, of which both are floating around in the world, not just on my person. That's pretty spectacular, I'd say, for six months, 21 days, 14 hours. If you told me six months ago we'd have t-shirts and stickers, I would never have believed you. I, I would not either, and I'll do you one better. I would not have believed people would actually purchase them and place them on their hard-earned items slash bodies. I didn't even know that we offered baby onesies, but apparently we do. So the, the store is just, it's, it's something. And I'll also say that we have a sticker giveaway going on that I think as of this coming out on the 11th, you have four days left. So get on that. Check out the blog. It tells you what to do. It's very easy. Pretty much just do anything mentioning one of us and you're entered. So get on that. Now, performance review time. Are you ready? Not really. I'm feeling like I do it every performance review where basically I'm sweating bullets. I've been aching for this. The best part about this one is usually you do these with a manager kind of in a one-on-one -on -one situation, right? In a closed room this is wide open on the podcast for everyone to hear and you're both get to, you get to go through it together so i guess i'll flip a coin let me find a coin uh, i don't have a coin i have a sticker i'm gonna flip a sticker because that's what you would do uh let's see heads will go andrew first tails will go martin first what did i say i have to listen back i think i said heads was andrew. heads was me yeah all right are you ready you feeling good? 
Did you throw? Did you throw heads? I did. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We're representing our hemisphere here, Andrew. We're we're in it together. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. I'm really nervous. No, it's it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. So okay. you'll get a copy of this afterward, obviously, to sign and return. Uh, for those that don't know, I am the head of HR. And that's why I'm performing these reviews. So, Andrew. <laughs> yes, sir. Canyon. Department <laughs> spreadsheets. Title CFO. Time and service. We've gone over that at least six times now. My department is spreadsheets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's just my entire department. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he broke the performance reviews into, what do we got? Oh, One, two, three, four, okay. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten categories. Job knowledge. Attendance. Enthusiasm. Your hemisphere. Your attitude. Your work relations. Very important. Your cybersecurity, mm. your unannounced trivia corner, oh god, Ooh. your Ooh. communication, and your name. Oh, die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go through each one fairly quickly. This is uh, highly scientific. Job knowledge gave you a good. <laughs> You're going places. <laughs> Keep it up. Okay. Thanks. Don't even know what the scale is yet. This is brilliant. Attendance. I like this. It's being for people listening. I, I'm gradually being. This has been gradually being revealed to me, as he's doing this slide down a coloured block, a, an opaque block, to reveal my scores. It's almost like the old, the old overhead projector style when you don't want the class to see the entire slide. Very nostalgic. Put the other bit of paper on top. I've been working with you guys six months, 21 days, 14 hours. I know you're just going to look right ahead to the end and not really take in the solid information I'm trying to provide to you, okay? Attendance. Excellent. You've been on every single show, so good job. Hey, you got you got to show up. That's what I was always taught. That's, you may not, that's be, the you first may not part. be good, but turn up. Enthusiasm. Good. Going with a good. Uh, your comments there are just simply all caps, O-M-F-G, exclamation point. So good job there. Hemisphere, you got an excellent. You are in the correct hemisphere. So keep that yes. up. Yes. Yes. That bodes well for you, Martin. Thank goodness. Attitude. Excellent. Overall good, except when you yell at everyone. So stop that. Can I ask a quick question about that one? <laughs> I'm curious about the dual rating of excellent and overall good. Are, are you are you questioning the uh, performance review process? Because we haven't done yours yet. <laughs> it feels like we may need to edit yours after this. Oh, damn. Yeah, your attitude. You're trying to take away my excellent score. That's what he's doing. He's trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to boost up the comment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the comment. Nobody reads the comments. It's all about the rating. <laughs> it's so true. That's why we uh, want five stars and any words in there are meaningless <laughs> uh work relations you got an excellent you seem to get along with everyone unless they use default apps so that's sensible and appropriate Cybersecurity, you got a good everything looks to be in order but your wi-fi password is a little bit weak so i would look into maybe upping your game there a little bit he's, he's got a point he's actually got a point okay <laughs> See, now he's questioning internally. He's like, does he actually know what my Wi-Fi password is? Surely he doesn't, but really, it really is not that good. Unannounced trivia corner. Ooh, fair. 
Oh. You got a fair here. <laughs> You're going to really need to step it up in that area if you expect to move and progress throughout your career here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I just, it's, it's honesty. You know, you have to be honest with your employees. I was going to do better there. Probody's perfect. Communication, good. You know how to use iMessage and Discord. <laughs> so that's about all there is to say there. And then your final category is your name. Excellent. Your name is indeed Andrew. <laughs> so you did good there. I'd say overall you did fairly well for your first performance review, having no indication that this was happening or would be reported on. Can I just say that I'm shocked? I thought his name was Andy. Oh. Don't even. Oh. Where, let's see. What was that category? Work relations. We might need to edit <laughs> that. So how do you feel after your first review? Do I keep a job? Because that will influence my feelings overall. Mm. Um, Fair question. Yeah. Well, much like Unannounced Trivia Corner, um, you don't actually get to know how this ends. Oh. It just sort of happens and you hope for the best. And next time you show up, you hope that the door opens. They've changed the security code. My, my, my fob doesn't work anymore. Yep. Oh, exactly. No. <laughs> Ejected from the Discord. Yeah. Overall, I, I'm comfortable with that. I'm a little bit disappointed in the trivia corner. Obviously, that's my lowest score. We all are. And, and I'm always looking. I'm a glass half empty kind of guy. So where did I fail? Not all the good things that I did well. So it's something to work on. But I think for you know, six months in the job, I'm still learning. And I like to think that I will get better. And I look forward to my annual performance review and perhaps even a pay rise or a pay assessment attached to mm. that or or just pay in general would be good probably well that is true because as much as i'm the cfo you seem to be the one receiving all the revenue <laughs> we're here to talk about you guys right now not me so we're gonna move on to the next review i'm ready and look given how things have been going the last six months 21 days and 14 hours with the new felled foot mm. it can only get better really yeah it... or a lot worse actually <laughs> so we have martin obviously department internet marketing that's a new thing yeah and his title is svp very official same time in service let's go job knowledge first category excellent you know your stuff good job attendance no surprise excellent you too have been on every single show so keep that up Enthusiasm. Ooh, what's this good one? Ooh, here we go. Excellent. Wow. <laughs> Coming out of the gate strong. Hemisphere. I mean, surely. Excellent. You are in the Southern Hemisphere. Well done. That's a relief. Attitude. Ooh. He's doing really well so far. What do we think attitude's going to be? He's doing, he, so far, he's 100%ing this thing. So He's staying very quiet. Typical Feld. <gasps> Attitude. Excellent. <laughs> It's not easy being a dictator. We get it. Well done. All right. Can I just ask about the word dictator here? Do you feel yes. like I might have been dictating to both of you? I'm, I'm very surprised by this. Work relations. <laughs> Moving on. Fair. Oh, there is this whole felled foot thing to be considered. So that might be an area to... Think about work. Not that I'm trying to tell you what to do. I would never do that under the foot, but consider it. I mean, I have two feet, so one of them isn't crushing you. I just want you to know that I could go much, much worse. It could just be all out stomping. Let's see. What's the rating below fair? Maybe I should change <laughs> that, actually. Poor. Give him a poor. 
Cybersecurity. Ooh, fair. Your Wi-Fi is terrifying. I'm just going to say that. It's, it scares me every time. That's all I think about most days is your, what I would barely even call internet connectivity. Yeah, that's right. And that's why I'm the internet marketer. Right. It makes sense. Unannounced trivia corner. Poor. Hmm. <laughs> it started off so strong. So strong. It's just not going well now. You notice the comment? You've got to read the comment there because you've gone full Australian. Oh, come on, mate. Oh, now I understand. Poor. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, sorry. I Oof. should have. I didn't have, have the right, right language in there. Sorry. Communication. Good. You have iMessage. You have Discord. Here's a bit of uh, interactivity. How can mm. I improve, Mr. Mm. HR? That's not really what these performance reviews are about. <laughs> so you're going to want to talk to a different department about that. Spreadsheets, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. And your name, ending strong. Your name is Martin. Excellent. Thank you for confirming it. But it's Lord, Lord Martin, I believe. Oh. I wasn't going to push it. I thought my uh, work relations might have been bumped down a notch. Careful. <laughs> very good. Well, I have to say I'm impressed with this uh, very, very detailed and structured matrix, Jason. I, I didn't expect any less, really. Thank you both for being employees who don't get paid and are subject to abuse via performance reviews. Fantastic. And in return, head of HR, I thought I'd give you a very, very quick performance review in a very stereotypically unstructured manner from the internet marketing department. Oh boy. I hope Andrew's all right with this too, because, well, you know, he likes spreadsheets and I don't really do that. You, you do the qualitative, I'll do the quantitative. Correct. Well done. Exactly. So look, I'm not going to review Andrew because Jason's already done that. I'm just going to move straight to Jason. And I want to say positive, essentially all around. I'm not going to be following these categories. I want to commend you on a number of things that I think that you've shown great ability and enthusiasm and just all around spirit, Jason. First of all, I think we owe you a great debt of gratitude and commendation for your show notes. Listeners at home who are enjoying the Hemispheric Views experience, you are getting essentially top class, best in the category, number one links and show notes. Jason is a very, very thorough contributor. If you can link it, he's linked it and he's probably linked it twice and then written about it without a link telling you where to go to find those links. He's all over it. All right. No mucking around. This feels too real. <laughs> I'm very nervous now. They're high class show notes. There's no denying it. It's very, very good. <laughs> Next, I want to talk about the shops or the stores. Sometimes they're called shops. Sometimes they're called stores. I don't know if that's accidental or intentional, but it respects both hemispheres. So fantastic. Stickers, shirts. Really, I mean, Andrew provides the financial bedrock, the spreadsheeting that facilitates this fantastic business. If you want to call it a business, I'm not sure what this is. We'll call it a business. But Jason, your enthusiasm, your willingness to expand the Hemispheric Views universe commercially is very commendable. And uh, I want to thank you for that. The final thing that I want to talk about, and this is not so much of an intentional thing necessarily, but I want to commend you on your fantastic ability to pick up and run with Australian vernacular. And we saw it in the Hemispheric Views HR review just then. We saw the word mate, which is a genuine example of Australian slang. And uh, look, you've come across some very, very strange expressions. Sometimes we've pulled them out, you know, just willy-nilly. 
as I just did then. Sometimes I do it with a degree of malice and spite because I know that it's going to trip you up and you're going to fall silent. And Andrew's going to know what it means and we're going to have our little private hemispheric club here. And then I know that it's going to come back around to bite me because the Feldfoot is going to get a poor review when it comes to work relations. But you know what? I don't care because you're doing a great job and you've picked up the vernacular. So I commend you, Jason. And the last thing, just to maybe frustrate Andrew in this qualitative world that I'm suggesting, is that I want you to set a goal for the year. And I don't want it to be SMART. And when I say SMART, I refer to the capitalized acronym. I want it to be as dreamlike or unrealistic or aspirational as you want. And maybe in a year from now, we'll come back and revisit that goal to see whether you've met it. And you know what? If you don't, I won't care. What's your goal for the year, Jason? Before he answers, I just want to make a note that I will care if he fails. <laughs> I know you will. So think carefully, Jason. When you said smart goal, my whole body just cringed. That's why I said so- it. I just remember doing those so many times and just thinking there's nothing less smart than this right now. Well, this time I'm permitting you to be SMRT. SMRT, yes. Uh, My goal is to have eight products for sale, one of which is not stickers and or t-shirts. And when you say this, you're referring to the hemispheric views commercial universe that is correct fantastic well thank you jason for your not so smart goal and we may revisit it in the future andrew i I just i don't want to leave you out here because i think it's time for a lot of back padding andrew i want to thank you for tolerating the grammar nazi and spreadsheet avoider who is me and uh just being you know all-around great guy from western australia you bring a lot oh thanks mate i appreciate that I feel really valued after that because I was starting to feel a little bit crushed after Jason's review. I got a fair rating. No, those northerners tend to be uh, pretty rough. Rougher than the Feldfoot, I hear, in some instances. To be fair, you didn't get the worst rating, which is automatic termination. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> you're not doing too bad. Well, I, I didn't do any performance reviews because uh, I didn't really think about it. But I just want to say, you guys... Tops. Love it. Thanks so much. Jason, you wrote a really interesting piece on your site about Amazon, or rather escaping the Amazon. And just to be clear, you weren't talking about the tropical rainforest. (laughs) Not this time, no. This was actually just Amazon, the, I would say store, but really it's so much more than that. The, uh, oh God, I don't conglomerate I, I don't know what you even call a company like this that just make a co-op owns everything yeah i did and it was a little bit of a weird thing to write i i won't i'm not going to reread it here you can i'll link it obviously the biggest thing is it really came down to hmm, where do i even begin it was a very tough piece to write which sounds weird because i didn't want it to come off like a uh like an attack it's not a I'm doing this, therefore you should too. It was really more of a personal realization that I came to that Amazon, which started as just a place to buy things, kind of became a weird, almost addiction in a way where instead of actually acquiring a thing and having any kind of care or admiration for that thing, 
it was just more about like clicking the button to get the thing here and it comes in a day and then it's here and then kind of who cares, move on to the next thing. And that just, I don't know. I just don't like the feeling of that. And then the number of boxes and little bags and crap that comes to the house that you have to somehow get rid of that may or may not be recyclable probably isn't as we've seen with almost everything in the world. And I just wasn't feeling good about it anymore. And I didn't really think I wanted to be making my monetary contribution to, to helping them do what they do. Not to mention all of the just downright shady things that they do. Um, I don't know if you saw recently, but there's a, and this is not the first time, there's a company called Peak Design that makes mm. like camera stuff, like camera bags and, and little accessories and stuff. And Amazon has their Amazon Basics brand. And just the number of times where they blatantly cookie cutter copied another product from another company and just started selling it for a third of the price, half the price, a quarter of the price, whatever it is. That should, and with no no recourse, because it's Amazon. What are you going to do? Did, did you see the video that Peak Designs made in response to that? I did, yeah. And it was great. That was a, I, I can very much feel the 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 message coming through of them just like being absolutely pissed but feeling trapped and not knowing what to do so it's like we might as well make the best of a bad situation and i think that was great but yeah that just it it's not the first time and it won't be the last time so i don't know i went through and i figured out a what does amazon even own that i use turns out a heck of a lot because they buy everything like all these companies so i went through and just kind of listed out everything that they do and figured out how I get rid of it. I think I'm done now. Actually, it took me, it didn't take me very long. Once I decided this was a thing, it was like full steam ahead. And now I've basically checked everything off the list, but I mean, I've been an Amazon user since 2002. Wow. That's crazy. I, I don't know of another service that's really been that long. And I've had prime since 2010. I don't know if Andrew relates to this, but when I saw your list, right i just thought wow okay the the american stereotypes are true that amazon owns everything and it owns you it just owns you as a person really it seems yeah but like andrew what do you reckon i say this is an australian i think okay i understand so many websites that i use are probably running on amazon web services in some way and yes prime videos come here and i've maybe heard of people who use audible but Amazon as a website to buy things wasn't even really available in Australia until a couple of years ago. So it was always mm. this far off thing. We've always been much more dominated, I suppose, by things like supermarkets and banks. Okay. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And I think here, Amazon hasn't had that footprint. You're right. It's launched. It finally launched its Australian store a couple of years ago and it landed with a fizzle. Like everything that they were selling, which wasn't much, was overpriced. Um, you could get it cheaper everywhere else. Mm. Their, you know, sort of quick delivery service wasn't quick. It was just a bit of a dud launch. Wow. And that really got them off on a poor footing because people have been waiting for it for so long. Uh, it arrived and it was a bit pathetic. It has gotten better now. Although I still feel that we haven't been trained as Australians to go straight to Amazon yet. A lot, I think a lot of people do their online shopping and we're more, we'll go to storefronts. So brands, we'll go to a particular brand that we know and then buy there. Whereas Amazon is kind of like the catch-all marketplace. We'll go straight to 
the manufacturer or the the primary retailer. Yeah, so right. That's my impression of it anyway here well, in Australia. Their prevalence here is really one of my biggest fears, especially given everything that's happened pandemic-wise. Everything that's small is closing because they can't afford to not be open. And yet then we're going to end up with nothing but Amazon left because they have a billion, billion, billion dollars and can just weather the storm. And then we come out the other end with only Amazon. And that just, that seems terrible. So Amazon essentially kills or reshapes what you think about as a bookshop, right? Starting off. And then they end up opening their own physical stores. People may or may not be serving you in there. It might be automated. I'm not sure, but there's a physical bookshop. And I've seen posts floating around on websites like, uh, let's say, LinkedIn, for example, where you kind of see a similar thing in Australia happening with major supermarkets like Coles. And it always kind of annoys me a little bit when they act like they've invented something new that really never existed before. And I remember this example where all of these people from Coles were saying, oh my goodness, we've launched this new version of Coles and it's like a little neighborhood supermarket and you can go in there and get specialist goods quickly and you know if you need that deli meat really quickly for that sandwich that you want you just waltz in and look it's right there in the fridge and there's someone with a kind of trendy hipster alternative uniform version of the Coles outfit that you know and hate and they're going to help you and I thought so you mean that all those years that you were crushing those little delicatessens and those grocery shops and stuff you've just now essentially rebirthed the very thing that you dominated and destroyed. And I just find that really, really aggravating, this sort of return to the human which they crushed. I kind of came to the decision finally that I I need to do a better job of supporting the people that really need it and not just, you know, throwing more money into Rocket Boy's pocket. Oh, no, he can't be Rocket. Well, see, that's the other problem. There used to be only one Rocket Boy that I could call Rocket Boy, and now there's multiple. And that just, it doesn't seem like this is going into a good direction as much as people want to believe that everything they're doing is altruistic and they're going to really, I don't know. I don't buy it. I, I am definitely cynical and skeptical about this kind of stuff, but you can't tell me that you see these people that are obviously just wanting to be billionaires that are really doing that much to do anything beyond their own walls. It's kind of like, like I think about Bill Gates, right? And a lot's been said negative about him and fairly enough because he was an intense business person. Ruthless. But then, yeah, ruthless. Thank you. That's the word. But now he's in his next act and basically he's trying to give away all his money in a sense and you know put it to better use which I think is quite admirable. And are we going to see that from Bezos? He bought the Washington Post. I don't know. That's not on your, or maybe that's not Amazon. That's Bezos, isn't it? So it doesn't hit your list, Jason. But is this going to be something similar from him? I mean, it's, I think it's too early to, to tell and who, who really knows what's going on in their minds. But I don't personally have a strong indication that there's, a lot of altruism going on there but but the the feeling coming through the company that is directly controlled by you doesn't feel great and as unfair or fair as that is that's reality if you're going to run a company then everything that company does is on you with the replacements that you found have they been have they been as good have you lost anything um that's a good question i would say we found some real gems in terms of replacements. So for instance, grocery stores, we found great 
ones that are local that are, I would say, better just because they have actual local goods in them. The Kindle and Audible were interesting, just going through the the loopholes of removing DRM, something I haven't had to deal with in a long time, back to when that was a whole music thing, when we had to figure out how to rip our MP3s or you had to burn them to a CD and then rip them back off to get the non-DRM ones. That was always fun. But it's all doable, which is great. And then other than that, no, nothing like super eye-opening, just... The fact that there are alternatives is is good. That was my one fear is I was going to charge out on this and then be like, oh, shit, there's nothing else. And then I did order one thing yesterday and the shipping was like it was free shipping still. So that was not an issue. But I think the timing was like 12 days or something. And it just felt like I I had to catch myself from falling off my chair. It was like 12 days. Welcome to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> then I remembered anything I said to you guys takes like eight weeks. So 12 days is still pretty good. It goes through quarantine. That's why it needs to be checked for any harmful bugs or nasties that could, uh, you know, ruin the Australian outback. <laughs> You're just afraid we might send through something that's not a murderous bug and or insect. It's true. We don't do harmless. That's uh, not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, listeners, make sure you check out the uh, comprehensive list of the show notes that Jason's provided. And look, just before we move on, I want to leave a slightly amusing parting thought about this. I don't know if you've seen this, Andrew, being in Australia as well. I don't really watch free-to-air TV, but other than ABC and SBS, no real ads generally. But whenever I've been over at Relatives Place and they do have it on, I see TV ads for eBay. I hear they're an up-and-coming company that uh, is doing online sales. So that gives you an impression. Really? in this country, Jason, that eBay would advertise on TV as a competitor to something like Amazon. Media Corner. It's time for Media Corner. Now, Andrew, we've just heard something pretty special. What the hell is it? I've got a give a big uh, shout out thank you to my nephew Alex Canyon you can find him at alexcanyon.com link will be in the show notes because Jason will get that sorted Alex is a muso a voiceover guy he's quite famous famous I guess you would say in the progressive rock scene it's not really a scene that I'm tied into but he I know he's sponsored by a guitar company now, I always think of the guitar company being mayonnaise, but it's not mayonnaise. I think it's like may, may, something like mayonnaise. People who know guitars will know what I'm talking about. Sounds delicious. Uh, his band is called Voyager. He also does some other stuff. He took it upon himself to... He, I asked him. He didn't take it entirely upon himself. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. He accepted, he accepted the opportunity to be a part of this prestigious show. I said, Alex, we need a media corner theme that ties in with our existing sort of tunes that we've got, but is, is a bit authoritative that tells you this is media corner. This is what we're at. This is important stuff. And I, for one, think you nailed the brief. Thank you, Alex. It's great to have contributors helping our little show get better. Thank you, Alex. Now, just imagine him at a gig playing a show wearing a Southern Hemisphere t-shirt. He would, I mean, that would just be 
just just hang it up. That's like pinnacle of career right there. That's a good point. Holding his mayonnaise guitar. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He's huge in Germany. And I'm not sure what our German st- num- download numbers are like. but Ausgezeichnet. That's what they are. We are also huge in Germany. Thank you to Martin for that. So there could be a good crossover. What do you think? Yeah. Let's get him a t-shirt. Or a sticker on the mayonnaise guitar. That's a good idea. People love stickers on their guitars. Surely. Don't see why not. Or at least on the guitar case. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a classic museo move, right? Yeah, Stick and you kind of just case. position it up on the stage in such a way that everyone can see it. Yeah, I love it. Are we cool enough to be prog rock compatible? I don't know. He sounds like that, that description of him sounds cooler than anything that I've ever done in my life. True, true. But maybe he could just do it in sort of an ironic way where oh, it's like, hey, look, here's a show with old people on it. And yeah, yeah it'd be that kind of thing. It does suck. He's 11 years younger than me and he's way cooler and probably has been since he was about 17 and I was 27 or 28. Oh, yeah. Easily. And he Easily. was just like, cool. Has like, he ever done a hair flick? Like a genuine hair flick? Oh, he, he used to have the really long hair. Right. And, he, you know, he was, he's a bass guitarist, so he had the long hair and he could just bass face it oh. um, with the hair going all over the place. Now he's got no hair. He's, he's a nude nut. Whoa. Oh, a nude nut. Wow. I love that. That escalated. But uh, he still pulls it off. The guy still looks cool. Of course he does. It's not fair. That's the pinnacle of coolness when you can hair flick with no hair. I know. So, yeah, he's, he's a good dude. So, um, and he's really helped us out. So that's enough about the, the theme. Let's get into Media Corner. Has anybody got anything? Or do we just play the tune and we actually don't have any content? <laughs> this week, the Media Corner is the theme. <laughs> I can kick us off. Go ahead, Martin. All right. Um, This isn't anything new in my book, but it was something that I was reminded of through other media. So bear with me as I go through this process. So I'm going to mention, first of all, but this isn't the media corner pick. I've been watching the second season of For All Mankind, which I think is absolutely fantastic. No spoilers. I don't know if you two are watching it, but... Haven't seen it. Thoroughly enjoying the show on Apple TV+. It's on my watch list. I haven't got... I've watched season one. Haven't watched season two yet. Okay, well, there's a there's a half media corner pick for you, but one of the actors in it, Michael Dorman, who plays the character Gordo, really really good. He plays a great sort of vulnerable uh, character, guy who sort of needs to improve, and he knows it. I've been looking at him throughout the episodes, thinking, "You look really familiar. Where do I know you from?" But at the same time, he seems completely unknown. So then I did the little thing where you go down to related and where the cast and crew and all them, you know, they're, they're all listed there. And I saw Michael Dorman and I clicked on it. Now, Andrew, do you remember a show called The Secret Life of Us? Yes. He was in it. He's actually from New Zealand and he played like this cool dude with blonde hair. Now, I was a bit too young to actually watch that show, but I thought you might remember it. But that's not my pick. That then reminded (laughs) me of Samuel Johnson. You know the actor Samuel Johnson? Uh, Yeah, Pulp Fiction. (laughs) That's who I thought too. (laughs) Well, you might remember him, Andrew, maybe this whole thing's falling over, from the movie Cracker Jack with Mick Malloy, which is my actual media corner pick, particularly for people of the Northern Hemisphere who need a dose of Australian vernacular and culture. Andrew, you're nodding. You agree? Yeah, I know the movie. I still can't place that actor, but I can certainly place the movie. Yeah, you might recall, Jason, that I mentioned a show called Barjars a while ago. Well, this has a number of Barjarsians in it, such as Mick Malloy, Judith Lucy, people who lent their voices to that classic dubbed comedy 
parody spin-off whatever it is. Now Cracker Jack is a movie that sounds like it shouldn't work, but it does, and it's all about a bowls club with a bunch of old people and a completely uncouth, not quite bogan, but verging on bogan guy played by the Australian actor Mick Malloy, and he becomes their only hope to save the bowls club. This is a movie that sums up so much of what is quirky and kind of irreverent and uh, whatever about Australian culture, and it even works in some pretty bizarre cricket bowling references, which I'm sure Andrew appreciates, like the flipper played to the classical piece Zadok the Priest. So if you haven't heard of Cracker Jack, I'd strongly recommend it, and I think that's the uh, Aussie media corner pick of the week. Wow. You have just topped all of your other media quarter introductions and just the, that was amazing Thank love you. it it had so Thank many so twists much. and turns and oh i can't wait that's I my can't brain to watch yeah. welcome to my brain no worries andrew I've, yeah i've got one i'm actually gonna good luck double. topping that i'm not going I'm, after that. i'm doubling no down <laughs> on the australian media corner okay so awesome. there is a i think it's four episodes it's on our service called stan here in Australia. I have no idea if it's available anywhere else, but it's called After the Night. And it's a recounting of a series of murders that happened in my hometown, Perth, in the 1960s by a guy called Edgar Allan Cook. I think I've got his name right. Yeah, I know. Is it? That's right, isn't it? Let me check that. That's what I always think of, Edgar Allan Poe. You know? Consulting the Australian internet right now. Won't take a yeah, moment. hold on, hold on, because I don't want to get this wrong. Andrew, do you need me to press that button that makes things work in Perth? No, no yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> you guys have to switch, right? There's like a little button edit that goes point, back and forth. Edit point. You can't see me, but I'm pedaling at the moment. <laughs> okay, it was um, Eric Edgar Cook. Sorry. I, <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> Eric Edgar Cook. So Perth was a sleepy old town, and... You had no fears about anything, particularly in the the leafy suburbs in which the murders and things took place. All of a sudden, it was Perth was thrust into the world of a bigger city where crime happened, people got killed, police tried to do a job that they were ill-equipped to do. It really did change the culture of Perth. Now, so it's a really interesting one. I enjoyed watching it because I've always heard about this this story, this, these happenings. It's fun as well to see your own hometown reflected. And that's something we rarely get being from Perth. It's very rare that you see your own place on any media. If you live in New York, you see it all the time. If you live in LA, you see it all the time. If you live in Perth, it's a very rare thing to see your town represented. And it's really interesting as well. They tell the story well. Some of the people they interview, like I know because they're Perthanalities. You say Perthanalities? Yeah. Oh, I know. The lisp? Did, was, I know. Sorry. Of... Back up, back up, back up, back up. Was that a Perthanality as in a Perth personality? Yes. yes and is that a... a thing in Perth or is this something you've just come up with now? No, that's a that's just a well-known thing. Perthanalities. Let's hope that he doesn't persist with that one. <laughs> everybody uses that here. And everybody knows everybody in Perth. Basically, that's the other thing. There's only about two and a half degrees of separation from anybody. So you can't really ever get away with anything because people will find out. Trick for the... Uh, Except who murdered these people. Yeah. Well, they eventually got there. But in the process, oh, they did lock up a few innocents. But, you know, that's that's what makes the story. 
Everyone looks um, the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The cops are looking for an easy out. Fascinating show. After the night, it may even have a different name overseas. The morning. So check that. Because <laughs> of the hemispheres, yeah, exactly. It doesn't work out. But I, I really strongly encourage you to watch it. It's only four episodes. It's got a really cool um, theme song as well. Not as cool as this to one. To the point where I watched, I watched the opening credits each time just for the song. And then I went so far as to find it and get it. So, and yeah. And now it's his Nokia uh, ringtone. That's right. That's right. Or so, Nokia. So, yeah, get it, watch it. But I didn't explain it as well as Martin explained his. Crackerjack. No, no, it's good. I, I, I'm curious just to see it so I know who the personalities are. <laughs> I wonder if you'll pick any of them. You'll surely know one or two of them. Well, look, I mean, Sydney and Wollongong, they don't always turn up a lot unless it's Australian TV, but I know how you feel in Perth because according to Australian media, your entire half of the country doesn't even exist. Exactly. So good on you. I'm still questioning it, but I have to believe you until I can put boots on the ground and find out for myself. Well, watch this show. Maybe you won't need to come to Perth. You'll get all the information you need. You do have a a spot in the time zone clock. So that's something. That's true. You do show up there. We share it with Taipei, I think. But if, yeah, but if I type Perth, it actually comes up. It doesn't make me pick something that's close enough. Someone just persuaded them to add the city. <laughs> you do know as well that Perth Perth is perfect. Oh, did we do that wow. one? So how do we go about putting edit points in again? How do we? <laughs> that's my job this time. Do we just Don't write worry. those down. Or... <laughs> no, you're gonna leave them all in. I'm going to move on to my media corner now, which is not an Australian film slash series. I did music this week. The band name is Graveyard Club, and the album in question is Goodnight Paradise. I believe it's on all of the standard music listening things, saying that as someone who only uses one of them. So it's on the one I use. It may even be on Amazon Music, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, a, it's a cool, I don't even know how I would describe it. This is one of those ones where I feel like as soon as you listen through the first track, you're going to know if it's for you or not. Um, it's not, I know it's called Graveyard Club, but it's not like, I don't know, it's not like death metal or something like that. It's, it's, uh, it's no cradle of filth. Apparently it's new wave. I don't even know what that means. I think maybe I, I'm not enough of a muso to understand what that is uh, entailing, but check it out. Did you go back to the eighties? Uh, this is from 2019. So I don't know. Yeah. Check it out. It's a uh, graveyard club. Goodnight paradise link in the notes. That's all I got. I don't have a, I don't have a big fancy uh, Perth murder show. Sorry. That'll have to be a follow-up item, I think, so we can determine exactly when this music came from. Because if New Wave was new in the 80s, am I right, Andrew? Is that right? New Wave was in the 80s? Yeah, I think so. So is this a newer wave or is this an entirely different wave? How many waves are there? Waves are continuous. They are. But if if there's a big wave, watch out for the bigger one behind it. Oh. Oh. So this is the bigger new wave after the initial new wave. I think so. I think so. It's the newer wave. Newer wave. Yeah, that has a good ring to it. That's really easy to say. (laughs) Oh, God. That's all I got. While you think of that, I have a totally unrelated question for both of you, which has just popped into my head. 
Mm. I've spoken about Vegemite a bunch of times. Yes. Natasha hates it. She thinks it's um, repulsive. She hates mm-hmm. the smell. Something mm-hmm. that she hates just as much, if not more, is a snack that I enjoy quite a bit. And I've been very excited to discover a new brand. And that is the Martin Feld approved jar of pickles in the fridge. Are you two pickle people? I would consider myself a pickle person. So when, when you say you're a pickle person, you go to the fridge, you open the jar and you submerge your hand in the brine and remove the pickle for straight consumption? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. See, Natasha hates pickles and ages ago she said that it was like a kind of pregnancy snack. And then, you know, mm. It's not something that you just go and eat. So are you a pickle person, Andrew? Nah, pickles suck. Mm. Why? That's a very, very... Hey, and look, I just changed my headphones and I still can't hear myself. So there's something definitely wrong with my settings somewhere. So this whole show, this whole show, if this, if I sound terrible this whole show, it's because I haven't been able to hear myself. So I've had this kind of muffled sound. I've been really self-conscious about it. You guys are going to have to stay with me because the only way I can test this is um, communication. Can't do this alone. All right. So, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so pickles starting no, I don't to like turn pickles. into the, the Perth murder mystery thing already. This is, you're staying here whether you like it or not. I don't like pickles, Martin. He's gone, but I don't like pickles. Pickles are um, pickles are good. Although I did have fried pickles at a restaurant the other night, and they were nice. Hmm. But they were not as good as American fried pickles that we'd had at a place in. Oh, where was it? It was somewhere where <laughs> somewhere where they in had, Florida, probably. No, no, no. It was it was sort of in the south. So, hang on, I need to get research on this. I'm also not surprised that you think Hang that on. something fried was good here. <laughs> Martin's gone. <laughs> he I'm going to go too because I'm going to find out the source of these pickles. Hold on. I'm going to. I'm just going to hang out here by myself. This is important. Yeah. Yeah. Just here. Everyone's left. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Oh, here comes the first jar of pickles. I literally am. Here's the situation. I am sitting in. An office in the United States on the West Coast at 5.30 a.m. Two Australian gentlemen have left the room to acquire a jar of pickles from the refrigerator, respectively sometime around midnight and 9 p.m. Um, That is where we're at now. And now we've got pickle number one from the East Coast of Australia. And now pickle number two... Oh, pickle number two doesn't seem to be here. We may no, have an Andrew issue. Andrew doesn't like pickles. I have some pickle intelligence. He yeah, pickle intelligence. <laughs> um, so we've got the jo- something. Gurkentopf. I think it's a German brand. I can't quite read it. It looked like it was German. Maybe a German pickle. Surprise, surprise. Oh, there's the crunch. That was a good crunch. Pickle juice is exploding in my mouth right now. Yeah, that's what the people are here for. We got pickles in a in Lexington, Virginia. Okay, I have, I have a bad feeling that Lexington, Virginia, may have been a site of a um, civil uprising in the last few years. So we were there it before is here, that happened. So probably we were there before that, and there was this restaurant you went up. It was like an old old. We would call it a pub here in Australia, but I don't know. Maybe you call it a saloon. I don't know. <laughs> Only if we're wearing spurs. <laughs> but you went upstairs and there was this sort of old style restaurant and they sold the best deep fried pickles ever. 
So if you're if you live in Lexington, Virginia, like it's a pretty old town. It's lots of. I wonder if the statues of all the um, Confederate people are still there. Don't know, but I hope the restaurant's there because that was good. Was there actually any pickle in the fried stuff, or was it one of those things where it's a fried pickle but it's pretty much just breading? No, no, no it was a giant pickle. It was a big oh, pickle. Okay. Yeah, it was really nice, and I'm saying that as somebody who doesn't even like pickles. I don't even remember how we started talking about pickles. How did that even happen? I brought them up. No idea if it's actually going to go on the show, but I really just wanted a midnight snack, so it justified. <laughs> no, it's just—it's <laughs> for the show. I have to eat the pickles right now. Okay, that's fair. <laughs>